Let me know if this sounds familiar. You and your partner are having a conflict and your brain is consumed with saying how you think and feel in the right way so that your partner reacts the way that you want them to. And then no matter what you say, they still react in a way that you don't like. So then you Google and research and ask people and read books and you try and find out how you can communicate so that your partner will have a better reaction. Raise your hand if this sounds like something you've done. Don't worry, I'm raising my hand too. It's totally okay. <laughs> this is so common with my clients and it's a major aspect of codependency, which is subconsciously trying to control the people around us in order to make ourselves feel safe. It's just a coping mechanism that your brain has created to make you feel safe, and I used to do it all the time. Now, here's the interesting part. In most of my relationships, it actually worked pretty well. So if this is a coping mechanism of yours, it's okay to acknowledge that this has worked for you at some point. That's probably why you're doing it. So for me, I learned what to say and how to say it in order to avoid conflict or appease the other person so that they wouldn't get mad at me or turn around on me and make me feel guilty about something. This is called people pleasing. <laughs> and it made me feel safe at the time. But for me and most of my clients, there's a point at which this strategy just stops working. And I don't wanna say that this is a trait of everyone who struggles with addiction because I've seen this in people who don't struggle with addiction too, but it's fairly common. So you can call it an inability to take responsibility or emotional immaturity, but some people will just always react poorly when you tell them how you feel or what you're thinking. They will take it personally and they will get defensive and they will get mad and they'll turn it around on you and make it your fault and try to make you feel guilty. And that doesn't mean that they're a bad or toxic person. It just means that they don't have the emotional tools to take responsibility for themselves in that moment. Now, that doesn't make their behavior okay, <laughs> but it does make sense given their current emotional skill set. So this comes up a lot when my clients start to set boundaries for the first time. Now, it depends on their partner's personality and level of emotional maturity. Sometimes they'll set a boundary and their partner will completely respect it. Other times, my clients will set a boundary and their partner will totally lash out. Both of these reactions are normal. I think it's important to talk about both because not everyone who struggles with addiction is the same. A lot of times we tend to lump people together and label them as bad, and that's simply not the case. So I have many clients whose partners are relatively emotionally mature. They are able to be vulnerable in conversations. They're able to respect boundaries. They're able to hold space for their partner's emotions. And then I have some clients whose partners have the emotional maturity of a seven-year-old and throw a tantrum at the first sign of conflict or the slightest inconvenience. <laughs> Everyone is different. If your partner is the one who tends to always flip things around back on you and gets mad when you speak your mind or set a boundary or ask for what you need, this podcast is for you. I want you to notice how you feel in your body when your partner expresses defensiveness or anger towards you or blames you for their feelings of anxiety or loneliness or whatever. How do you feel when that happens? And then what is your first reaction? For many of my clients, their first reaction is a strong urge to fix it. 
They want to know, how can I respond to this in a way so that my partner won't get mad and blame me for making them feel this way? This is a normal reaction because your brain has learned at some point in your life that in order for you to feel safe, you need to manipulate the other person's emotions and make them feel calm. But this doesn't work with people who are intent on being the victim in the situation. And you'll have to observe your partner and see if this is true for them. So with some people, there is literally nothing that you could say that will make them happy. (laughs) And if your goal is to always make your partner happy or calm, regardless of how they treat you, you are now their emotional slave, basically. For many of you, your partner is verbally abusive when they're going through withdrawal or when they're having cravings for their drug. So you're in this cycle where your partner is loving and helpful and fun when they're high, but they're paranoid and angry and abusive when they're not. And for a while, you try to ride it out during those withdrawal periods. You'll make yourself small and quiet and you won't do anything to rock the boat. And maybe that works some of the time. But eventually, you realize that even when you don't rock the boat, they still find reasons to criticize you or get mad at you or blame you for their discomfort or unhappiness. So then you might try and set a boundary and you leave for a while, but now they're reaching out to you and blaming you for making them sad and lonely and anxious and not supportive. (laughs) So then you try and be supportive, but they continue to guilt trip you for their unhappiness. In these situations, it's really important for you to see what's happening. Your partner is using you for their own emotional regulation. They want you to behave a certain way to make them happy, whether that's giving them money or giving them access to your body whenever they want it, or just being a happy robot for them no matter how they behave toward you. And when you don't do that, their brain is going to freak out because it doesn't know how to soothe itself. When your partner freaks out on you and blames you for everything and gets mad at you, it's not because you've done something wrong and it's not because you're obligated to make them happy. It's because their brain is unable to regulate their emotions. I wanna be clear about this. It is their job to learn how to be responsible for their emotions. It is not your job to do whatever they say you should do just because they are mad. Your job is to be responsible for your emotions. When they get mad at you, you feel an emotion. You might feel fear or guilt or anxiety. And in that moment, the only thing you need to do is process your own emotion of fear, guilt, anxiety, or whatever emotion you're feeling. What you usually do is try and fix their emotions, but that's not your job. And when you take on that job, you are not your own person anymore. You're living for someone else and it's not even working. It's not gonna make them better. It's not going to help them gain the skill of processing their own emotions. The only thing it's gonna do in the long run is make you resentful. And worst case scenario, it will put you in danger. So here's the truth. When you're in a healthy relationship with someone who is emotionally mature, you don't have to worry about saying the right thing. You can just be yourself. You can even say the wrong thing sometimes, and you and your partner will be able to work through that and move on in a healthy way without any damage to the relationship. 
If you're always trying to figure out how to say the right thing to keep your partner from reacting badly or saying that you're a bad person, this is a sign that you are not taking responsibility for your own emotions and your boundaries. Now, this doesn't mean anything bad about you. This is not a judgment about you. This is just a sign of where you are at currently. So give yourself some compassion here. If you notice that this is what you do, don't beat yourself up about it. Just observe it and acknowledge it. Now, the only emotions you need to attend to are your own, not theirs. And that might fly in the face of every piece of relationship advice you've ever heard, but it's important, especially when your partner struggles with addiction and is not able to care for their own emotions, let alone yours. I gotta warn you, it's gonna be intensely uncomfortable for you to allow your partner to have their own reaction without trying to fix it for them. And you should expect it to be uncomfortable. It will be really hard to hear them tell you that you're selfish and you're a bad partner or accuse you of not being loving and supportive enough. You're going to want to defend yourself. You're going to want to point out how wrong they are. You're probably also going to want to make them feel better and you're going to want to say the right thing. But even if you try, you will not be able to process their emotions for them. You're not going to be able to change their mind and convince them that you are doing the right thing by setting a boundary or speaking up for yourself. You're going to have to be willing to let them be wrong about you because it's not your job to convince them that you're doing the right thing. You have to decide for yourself that you're doing the right thing and then keep doing the right thing for you. In the meantime, you're going to feel a lot of emotional discomfort and this is normal so expect your brain to freak out about it <laughs> your only job in that moment is to allow yourself to process that emotion in you and after you process the emotions then you can do some deeper thought work about the situation and understanding more of why you want to change their mind about you and what thoughts you're believing that are making you feel this way. But in the moment, all you really need to do is process whatever emotion comes up for you. And you can learn how to do that in other podcast episodes that I have about emotions. Now you can also work with me directly. This summer, I'm gonna be opening a group coaching program, which means you'll be able to join a group of 15 to 25 other people who are going through the same life experiences that you are and get coached on your biggest struggles that stem from your partner's addiction. I'll take you through a process to help you heal from the trauma that you've experienced in this relationship and teach you how to handle the things that come up from your partner's addiction so that you can make confident decisions about your relationship and feel safe regardless of what your partner is doing. Now that's launching in a few months. So if you wanna get some detailed updates, get on the wait list now. To get on the wait list, just text the word GROUP to 971-257-1615, and I will be sure to let you know all the details. In the meantime, if you're looking for individual support right now and you really want one-on-one -on -one help with this, just text the words free call to 971-257-1615 or click the link in the show notes to schedule a free consultation with me and we can start working together right away. In the meantime, the next time your partner freaks out about something you've said or has a wrong idea about you that you wanna defend yourself about or you set a boundary and they tell you that you're selfish, 
before you react to them, I just want you to take a few minutes and do a little journal about how your body is feeling and let yourself experience whatever emotion you're feeling in that moment. Just take like two minutes and write to yourself, I'm feeling guilty or I'm feeling anxious. And then just really describe how that feels in your body. Now, if you do this as a regular practice when you feel triggered by your partner, you're going to learn how to process your emotions before you immediately react to them. It's just going to give you a little bit of space between your thoughts about it and the reaction to them. It's going to help you build more awareness about that cycle. If you want to do some deeper work around this, I highly recommend that you reach out to me and schedule a consultation and let's work together. I hope that was helpful for you. And that's all I got for you this week. So I'll see you next time. 